good morning and welcome to Beauty with the Cause Mentally Aspiring Podcast. Today is July 16th of 2023. It is a Sunday and I am tired. I stayed up late watching my show called The Price of Glory on Netflix. I normally don't do that, but for whatever reason, I was in a zone and I was just up watching my show and thinking I'm always thinking so I didn't get as <coughs> excuse me as much sleep as I normally would get but I always wake up early it's just a force of habit so I'm here and I decided I wanted to do a podcast today uh, I am entitling it how do you do it how do you do it and I want to talk about some other things on top of that so I'm thinking I'll call it how do you do it and then some or how do you do it and more because you know I just want to add some other things in there so I oh I have to get my encouragement for the day I don't have it with me but um I do want to share, though, before I share the um, act of kindness for today, um, I had my therapy session last week, and I finally tackled my fear. Um, I feel like I partially tackled it. For those of you that don't know, I have anxiety and Uh, I get panic attacks sometimes when it comes to sickness, people getting sick, um, specifically, specifically, uh, throw up or throwing up. I am terrified of that. Uh, and it does stem from childhood as usually it always does, but through therapy, we're trying to get a better understanding as to why maybe and just basically how to manage slash conquer it to where it's not consuming me and to where it's not to the point I panic and freak out and have to leave and I need to run and I don't want to be around you or be near you if you happen to be sick or get sick or have a stomach virus I'm terrified of stomach viruses Um, Since I was a child, y'all, there's so much backstory to this, but um, I'm not going to get into all that right now, but there's always a backstory as to why someone is the way they are, as to why they have anxiety, panic attacks, all those things. So, yeah, I, um, the fear that I tackled was my assignment was to go to the ER and sit in the parking lot for 10 minutes or as long as I want and I did that and it was okay I was a little nervous at first but I didn't see anything alarming or anything gross or disgusting I didn't see anyone get sick Um, the only thing I didn't like was I didn't get to sit as close to the entrance of the ER as I wanted because the parking lot was kind of crowded Um, I did this on Thursday which was July 13th So yeah, I wanted to share that, you know, I I was, 
given the assignment for some time now, but I just hadn't done it. Um, I don't know why. I would forget sometimes and I just didn't do it. But I finally did. And I feel good about it, but I was, I don't know. I was telling myself that, and I don't know why we do this to ourselves sometimes, but I was telling myself, like, I didn't do enough. I kind of felt like, I don't know, like, that was too simple. It wasn't hard enough. I don't know. But anyway, I'm squashing that and telling myself that I made progress. I did do something. I'm getting closer to, I guess, facing it, dealing with it, and not being as uneasy with it. In a way, because... It won't, I won't really know until it actually happens, which I don't even like thinking about. It actually happens and I'm in the middle of it or in it or experiencing it, which I dread because I don't, I'm terrified of being nauseous. I'm terrified of getting sick, specifically throwing up. I don't ever want that to happen to me. <clears throat> Although it hasn't been years, it's been years since that has happened to me. The last time that happened to me, I was a child. But it's just still a fear of mine, which is crazy in a way. Because it's like, we're afraid of things that barely happen, hasn't happened, or never happened. We're just afraid that it's going to. So yeah, navigating that. So I'm going to read the um, Act of Kindness for today. Uh, July, oh wait, July 16th. I'm on July 13th because I'm thinking about Thursday. Okay, so it entitles, Welcome Me. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. Do you remember what it felt like to be a new person in school, a workplace, or a neighborhood? It can be one of the loneliest experiences when you don't have a friend to share your time or experiences with. We are vulnerable and we don't know where to turn for help. This means that when people reach out to us, it is such a relief. Jesus know what Jesus knew what it was like to be in need and showed gratitude toward those who fed him and welcomed him in. Is there someone new at your workplace, school, church, or street who needs to feel welcomed by you? And uh, the act of kindness is smile at a stranger, which is something I, I do often. So... I would say do that as long as you're comfortable with it but um I don't think it would hurt to smile at a stranger every now and then you know just be pleasant so okay y'all lots on my mind lots on my mind but um we shall progress so the question is do you do it? How do you do it? And the reason why this popped into my mind is because it was asked of me to someone else. How do I do it? And I'm going to refrain from saying names, but what the person meant by asking this question to someone else is they wanted to know or what they perceived as 
how it is so easy for me to get into another relationship so fast after getting out out of one or well I was divorced so I think the question was posed in the context of how is it she's divorced and it's so easy for her to meet people and get into a relationship how is it so easy for her how how does she do it how is it done was the question now the person that asked this question about me I don't really trust them uh this person is family uh some way somehow I forget how but I met this person later in my no I met this person when I was a kid but I didn't really know we were related until I met them so this person had a extremely rough childhood I do remember it Vaguely, but their mother was really strict and uh, unhealthy in the way way that she raised her. So I have a lot of grace there because I understand she's been through a lot. And I don't think she's going to therapy. So I don't know that she has self-awareness. And I don't know that she knows the error in her ways. Because she's not in therapy. And I don't, I don't know. But I feel like, and I don't know, because I'm not that woman that thinks all women are jealous of her or anything like that. But I know that I, I have had issues with girls being jealous of me, mainly in middle school. Now, if it happened in adulthood, I wasn't aware of it. I didn't know it was hidden well or whatever. But I know in middle school, I had trouble with girls being jealous of me. But I think she has a bit, a little bit of jealousy towards me. Not Maybe not now presently, but she did. And this person she was posing this question to, she wanted to know, how, how do I do it? And I don't know. Like I said, she may or may not be jealous. I don't know. But I want to answer that question. She didn't ask me directly, so I'm not going to tell her directly the answer to that question. Because she didn't ask me. And she probably doesn't even know that I know. So, I will say, oh, and also let me add, this person uh, used to be heavy set, and I think they worked out really well and all that, and they lost weight, but they, for some reason, this person was thinking, the reason why she couldn't meet a good man was because of her appearance. She felt like I'm too big, I guess, or too overweight, men aren't attracted to me, Whatever. So she thought if I lose this weight, get in shape and look good, I wouldn't have trouble meeting a man, much less keeping a man, I guess. But she found that that wasn't the case. And I think that's where this question came about to how do I do it? So to answer that question, I will say how I do it has nothing. Well, I don't know if I should. Well, how can I say this? How I do it anyway doesn't have anything to do with my looks. Although I know that men are attracted to attractive women. I get that. But the work that I do is more so inner than outer. There's nothing wrong with taking care of your appearance. But you have to also make sure that you're doing the inner work. Because beauty fades. It does not last. And after a while, 
A man is not going to, a smart man anyway, is not going to really care about your looks because it's not going to last. You need to have substance. You need to have something at your core other than your looks to make a man feel like, I want to be with this woman. I want to stay with this woman. I want to invest in this woman. This woman is special, whatever. And I think she was struggling with that because she was still running into the same issues, which should tell you it has nothing to do with your looks. It has to do with your character, your attitude, how you treat and talk to men. And from what I know, she has a bad attitude when it comes to men. She has like this attitude towards life that is not always positive. And I think it's because of how she was raised by her mother. She doesn't have a good relationship with her mom, which I pray can be worked out. But I don't know because they're both stubborn. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. And it trickles into her adulthood as everything else does. It all starts from childhood. I don't care if you don't like it. Not that I don't care. But you may not like it. You may not want to deal with it. You may not, you may be tired of it, but it's true. I'm not, your childhood doesn't have to mold and make you who you are although it does but I guess what I'm trying to say is your childhood doesn't have to dictate your future or your childhood doesn't have to you know cause you to feel or make you feel like you have to suffer your whole life or you can't do better because your childhood was was bad that's not what I'm saying what I'm saying is that you do have to acknowledge and address what took place and happened in your childhood in order to deal with what's happening today in most cases in <clears throat> some cases, no, but in most cases, that's the way it is. And she has not done that. Um, she doesn't like talking about her childhood or going back to her childhood, which I can understand because it was traumatizing from what I understand. It wasn't good. So if your childhood was traumatizing, you don't want to go back. But you may have to in order to heal and grow and get self-awareness as to why you are the way you are and why you do the things you do. So I, I don't speak to this person. We used to talk. We were never really close. And you know me. I don't like faking nothing. So if it's not there, it's just not there. Family or not. Like, I'm not forcing a connection or forcing to be a friend or whatever. Whether you're family or not. We, if we, we don't click. We just don't click. You're my family. I love you. Hi and bye. How you been? But I'm not going to be confiding in you and sharing things with you. We're not going to be close and buddy-buddy. Just because we're family, we may not click, but we're still family. So, I want to say that I never looked at myself as someone that can get anybody I want, that has it all together, that can get any man I want. I just got to snap my fingers, you know. I'm a big and bad this, big and bad that. I hate all of that. To me, that all sounds arrogant, and I don't like arrogance. But what I will say is that I seek therapy. I seek doing the inner work. I know and understand that looks isn't everything, okay? Looks fade. And your looks, your big booty, your... BLMs or whatever the heck it's called your breast work breast lift all this stuff that you're doing to your body is not going to keep a man 
It may get you one. It may or may not get you one. But it's not going to last. And it's not going to have substance because he is just lusting after you. And then if your character's jacked up, you haven't done the inner work, but you got this great body. No smart, intelligent man wants that. Okay? So when you ask how I do it, it has nothing to do with my looks per se. Although, yes, a man may find me attractive and say I want to talk to her, I want to get to know her, whatever. But if he's, okay, he, he'll be attracted by my looks, but that's not, that's not what, what's going to keep him um, coming back or interested. Because I can be pretty and just be trash on the inside. My attitude is stank. You know, I'm, I'm highly, highly, highly overly picky. You know, I'm this boss chick. You can't tell me nothing. Can't nobody tell me nothing. I do what I want. You can't run me. Like, just this attitude that is a turnoff to a man. He's going to be like, oh, she's pretty. She's beautiful. But once you open your mouth and start talking, <clears throat> excuse me, he's like, I'm not interested anymore. And that's what happens. So I think this person is not going to meet someone good until she works on herself. Because I think her attitude is running men away, pushing them away. And I don't know that she's even aware of it because she keeps thinking it's her looks. Because it's like, I've lost the weight. I look great, which she does look good. She looks good, but I'm still running into the same issues, which should tell you it has nothing to do with your looks. It's what's in here. Like, how, how are you treating men? How are you talking to men? What is your attitude like? What are you spewing out of your mouth when you talk <clears throat> about love, life, relationships, all that? So it's not... I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I question her question. Like, I want to know what's behind her question. Um, I think she's probably wondering how I make it look so easy. I don't know. That's just me speculating. But it's not easy. Well, I won't say it's easy. But I think when you... When you're doing the inner work and you're willing to work on yourself and go to therapy, it's not as hard. It's not as hard. At least I don't think it is. Because you have the self-awareness, you know, you're growing, your attitude is getting better, you're becoming more pleasant, your aura is changing or has changed. And, you know, there needs to be something about you that is peaceful soft, calm, endearing, different. Otherwise, you know, a man isn't checking for you. Or he might check for you because you look good. But then when he gets to know you, it's like, I don't want this. And then I think, too, you should check your motives. Do you have character? Are you doing the inner work? That's important. Um, are you do? Are you like 
Are you having comparisons in your mind? Are you comparing, which is not good? Um, are you jealous? Because, you know, I, I don't know if she's jealous of me or not. I question if she is because I don't trust her. She did some shady stuff back in the day. And I just, I don't know. I don't trust her. That's all I can say. And uh, your life choices. Are you making good life choices? Um, attraction. Like, what are you attracted to? What is attracting you? You know, all these things you like. You need to think about. And how how I do it is I, I would just say I do the inner work. Um, I don't. It's not good to rush into another relationship. Although I know sometimes we tend to do that because we're trying to distract ourselves from the last one or the heartbreak. But it's important to take time to heal. And I think at this time. Oh, I was divorced. I believe I was already divorced. I wasn't still married. I was already divorced, and I'm. I was in a relationship. I mean, it wasn't one that I just jumped into immediately or automatically. But in due time, we became official, and I was divorced. And I think that's when she asked the question, like, how how was she in a relationship? How was it so easy? that she's in a relationship after her divorce and it didn't take her a while or 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 I think she was looking at overall like all my relationships I think that's what she was looking at and it was like she's been in these relationships it's like it's easy for her to meet guys that want to stick around I think is what she was getting at and it's because you know I I'm not just looking at my appearance. I'm also working on myself internally. Because I know it doesn't take looks alone. You know, you have to have more than just good looks. So that's how I answer that question. I think that's all I wanted to say. And also, are you implying God in your life? Like, is God in your life? Are you praying? Are you talking to God? Are you asking him to help you? And I don't know. Excuse me, y'all. I don't think she's doing that, but I really, I really don't know. I have no clue because I don't talk to her like that, and I, I don't want to because I don't trust her. So I don't want to reach out, and I don't want to talk to her. But if she were to reach out to me, I would, I would respond. I'm, I'm just not reaching out. Um. So yeah, that's what I wanted to address and talk about how do you do it how do you do it is a question um and that's how how I do it I hope I explained that right oh my eyes I'm so tired y'all I'm so tired I think that's how I do it if I explain that correctly I'm doing the inner work I'm doing the inner work and I don't have a nasty attitude my character's not jacked up thanks to God Thanks to therapy and Jesus, you know, and that is attractive to intelligent men. So let that sink in. So moving forward, I also wanted to talk about um, Brazilian wax, ladies. Uh, I want to share my experience about or with Brazilian waxing waxes. I used to be 
afraid. I've never gone. Well, I've gone since being afraid. But before going, I used to be afraid and tell myself I would not go. I'm, I'm not, did I say never? I don't remember. But I always tell myself I, would, I wasn't going because I felt it was painful. I can do it myself. I can just shave. You know, not Brazilian wax, but shave. And I was like, it's going to hurt. It's painful. Because when you think of Brazilian wax, in my mind, I'm thinking they're going to put this wax on your vajayjay. Cycling this up. On your vagina. And then rip it off. And it's ripping your um, genital, your, how do you say it? The hair on your genitals. It's not facial hair. Pubic. There we go. Pubic. They're ripping your pubic hair out of your cuticles, colicles, whatever it's called. So to me, that sounds painful. So I was like, "Mm -mm, I don't like pain. I don't like pain. I'm not doing it. I'm not going. But then a dear friend of mine, bless her, she encouraged me and told me about it because she went and had a great experience. So I then looked up a good Brazilianist. I don't know what to call them, skincare specialist, whatever. And I found one, thankfully. She is from Congo and she did a good job. But I hadn't gone in years since the pandemic. Last time I went was, I think, on my birthday in 2019 or 2018. I think it was 2019. And I hadn't gone since. So I told myself, because it is summer, I do want to go to the beach prayerfully before summer ends. I was like, I'm going to treat myself and go get it done. To the same lady, Madeline, Madeline, I think is her name. And I went yesterday and it was awkward because I haven't gone in a long time. And just to give you ladies, you know, an example of what it's like, you go in, well, a good, nice, clean place. You know, it looks feminine, soft, nice, soothing, relaxing. That's how her place is. You lay on this bed of some sort and you do have to take your underwear off. You don't have to get butt naked, but you do have to take your underwear off. You lift up your skirt or whatever. Or if you have it on the top, you can leave your top on because she as long as you're not getting a full body wax which I don't know that they do that but I think they might you are just getting naked from the waist down so you lay on the table and the beauticianist I think I call her uh, um, will tell you how to position yourself like how she wants you to lay come down move up how she wants you to position your legs and you are in awkward positions sometimes so you just feel awkward it's like omg my whole business is outside but she is female she got what she got and she you know has specialized in this but still it's awkward but what i like about her is she does make conversation with you so it's not as awkward she's not just quiet and like to herself and standoffish she's not like that so you feel more comfortable the more she talks and just make conversation and being that I haven't seen her in forever, we were just like catching up on life and how I've been and things, work, relationships, whatever. So it was okay. Although it was awkward at first. Then my legs were shaking a little bit. I don't know why. I think it was nerves, girl. I don't know. Then I just called my podcast, girl. Anyway, y'all. So, but I will say, after it, I felt like a brand new woman. I felt amazing. 
it's hard to explain. I felt like free, not that I'm in bondage, but I guess to just get all that, you know, hair off of there, hair from down there, <laughs> it just, it felt nice. And it was smooth and she puts this like cream or whatever on there afterwards to like smooth it out. And it's just like smooth as a baby's bottom. So if you've never experienced it or, had, or you've never had it, um, I think you should go. If it's something you're into, because some women don't want to shave or take off their pubic hair at all. They like it. Um, so, you know, everyone has their preferences. But I think if you've never gone, you should at least try it one time and see if you like it especially if you go to the pool if you are a swimmer or you go to the beach or just because you know your husband may like it that way um you may like it that way you know some people prefer bare some people want hair there some people want little hair no hair so but i'm just saying don't knock it till you try it because i was against it at first and you know what it's how can i explain it it hurts, but it doesn't hurt as bad as I thought it would hurt. Because, like, she rips it. She uses this special wax. It's not just, you know, I don't know what kind of waxes they have. But it's a special wax that smells really nice. It's warm. It's not hot. And it just, it's smooth. And it smells nice. She uses that. And when she rips it off, that sounds painful. But it doesn't hurt, like, Oh my god! It's not like that. But it does hurt. But it's not excruciating hurt. So, and it didn't... She just rips it and you feel it and then it's gone. It's kind of like that. Sometimes I jump. I don't know why. I think it's because some some rips are a little bit more intense than others. But... Nonetheless. It wasn't as bad as I thought. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to keep up with it. I doubt it because she raised her prices. Everything has gone up. So I don't know that I'm going to keep up with it every six weeks or however many weeks you're supposed to go. But I'm glad that I did treat myself. It's been a decade, it feels like. And I just wanted to treat myself to that. And it felt nice. So I just wanted to share that with you ladies. Uh, Men, I don't think men wax their genital area i do think they shave it themselves i don't think they wax it but i think she does um armpits and legs too but um she's good at what she does and i'm just glad that i went so that's all i think i have for today i'm going to go and make breakfast i I am skipping Pilates today because I'm tired. I went to bed late. I was going to go, but I'm just going to listen to my body and my mind. And I'm just going to pass for today. I'll go next week. I am supposed to be going to the pool later. And I want to get into the whirlpool. It's warm and nice. So I'm going to do that. And enjoy the rest of my Sunday. Oh, and I'm going to attend church online. Excuse me, and do the church notes and all that good stuff and share my church notes with others. And um, yeah, until next time, please be safe, be peaceful, be kind to one another. If you have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart as your personal Savior, I welcome you to do that. 
You can read Romans 10, 9 to find out more of what salvation is. Um, it's just basically welcoming Jesus into your heart, believing that he died on, your, on the cross for your sins, um, repenting of your sins, and just allowing God to come into your heart and your life. So it's a simple but very powerful prayer. And it doesn't matter where you've been, what you did, how you were. You don't have to get right first. You don't have to fix your life first. Just come as you are. Because God does not discriminate. He does not expect us to go fix ourselves before we come to him. He accepts us broken, hurt, sad, scared, afraid. He accepts all of that because he's God. He loves you and he can handle it. So we can't get right by ourselves. We can't do it without God, okay? So I hope you decide to choose Christ today, forever, and always. Until next time, be safe, be kind, be thoughtful, and please do the inner work. Take your ASS to therapy, please. Please. I don't like cussing. I may may spell out a curse word here and there. But please do the inner work. It is just, it's beautiful to have self-awareness. Okay? Thank you for listening. Those that do take the time to listen. Oh, and one more thing. I want to say that communication is so important. I had a good talk with a friend of mine that I was battling with. Um, I was questioning our friendship. But anyway, it turns out everything is fine. I'm keeping her as a friend. And I love her. And I'm glad that I was able to communicate my feelings to her. And we were able to come to a conclusion I got clarity she got clarity so yeah communicate 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 all right thank you take care love you Jesus loves you more bye